0: talking to the referees about a potential hand pass here. That's what Biddington's talking about. Meyer fires it as he hits the puck there. The glove pass from Meyer to Nyquist is where the play should have been blown down. And the referees are leaving the ice. Blues are slamming their sticks. The two referees, Johnny Murray and Matt McPherson, are the linesmen on a controversial finish to this game three.
1: Okay, then don't ask me. There's no reason to ask me. Nothing. I don't have nothing to say about it.
0: I didn't really get an explanation other than uh, I guess there's a different set of rules for two different teams, so I'm sure they'll lose some sleep tonight after looking at it, but that's all I'm going to say about
1: it. <laughs> i said that's all I'm going to say about it. Did it appear? Well, yeah, it was. Uh, but let's move forward, and uh, that's what uh, we're going to try to do here in the next 24 hours. We're going to go there, eh? uh, Well, yeah, it was a hand pass, but let's, we're going to try and move forward, and uh, the league's going to take care of it like they, they've done in the past so far in the playoffs. Yeah, it's unacceptable, but it's okay. It's 2-1 right now. I'm doing what I've shown Never be, never see Won't see what I've done
0: Welcome to the Two Guys No Cup podcast. It's Wednesday, May 15th, a week after tax day, and yet the man is still trying to hold us down. I'm here with Justin Hornicker, our old friend. Say hi to the people, Justin.
1: Hello. Ian was beside himself. He cannot make it to the podcast, so I and
0: Ian told me at one point what he was doing tonight. It has completely escaped my brain. I think possibly meeting his girlfriend's parents, which would mean he's having an even rougher night than us. But maybe not, because he didn't see this game. There was not supposed to be a podcast tonight. And now there is a podcast, and... As a fair disclaimer to anyone who might be listening with children or a scrap of remaining self-respect, I brought Justin on because two people can swear, swear more frequently than one person.
1: It's a little bit weird when you just swear on to yourself. That's, I will agree.
0: Yeah. And so I, I had the option of, of sitting in an empty room and screaming about what happened tonight. Or seeing if Justin wanted to come on and scream about what happened tonight. And he was gameful enough to join us. So, I guess there's no reason to delay it further. And we can just talk about the Blues losing to the San Jose Sharks 5-4. to four, On the back of one of... What, what I think will go down as one of the most controversial calls in NHL history. I think when we,
1: the top three and the other three have happened to the same team in the same playoffs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we can say it's right up there with foot in the crease for for Brad Hall. I mean it's a, it's just a game that just ended on an illegal goal that the NHL did nothing about. The Blues lost five four because uh, Eric Carlson scored the game winner on a hand pass by Timo Meyer. Is that who did the hand passing?
1: I believe so. Yes,
0: and that—that's where we start. I guess it was—I mean, it was just—it was just a hand pass. It was just—it was a fucking
1: hand pass. Here's what I don't understand. So you can't review a hand pass, but you can review if somebody's offsides by like a pixel, but then the player like also isn't in the play, but he's in the play, so you can review it. But he's like his skate is like a pixel off the line, so we're gonna call the goal back. And you can review if somebody scores with the high stick are somebody scores with a distinct kicking motion but you can't review a fucking hand pass in the crease. Why? <laughs> I
0: I think I think someone made these rules with the intention of saying we're going to not we're going to not make things reviewable that would slow the game down too much. Instead of saying we're going to review anything that could potentially change the direction of a game. Because review isn't primarily concerned with getting calls right, you know? It's primarily concerned with covering the referees' asses. Making sure they didn't blow it. Which it still can't do, (laughs) because they still blow it.
1: It's it's a goal in overtime in the conference finals, how are they not just reviewing that in general? For, For
0: a team that, lest anyone forget, is only here because of two previous blown calls the Sharks had in series one we all know we discussed it very much at the time they had the uh, major penalty that was barely a minor penalty against Joe Pavelski Joe Pavelski himself admitted it wasn't a major penalty which to be fair I respect him for and they came back and won the game they had the offsides call on Gabriel Landis Cogging in Game 7 of the series against the Abs. I guess the bright spot here is that the refs didn't wait until Game 7 to screw us. It's
1: only Game 3. Yeah. There's, there's a chance. They'll yeah. find ways. The Blues so, will find, they'll find ways. More of the hockey gods. I used to think that the Blues found ways to lose, but I think it's more the hockey gods find ways to punish us for being Blues fans. Right. Building Scott Trey is on a uh Indian Gun.
0: I'm trying to I'm trying to unleash the rage and I'm <laughs> trying to figure out how best to get there. I think I think we can run down the game really quickly. Okay. And then we can get back to here. So the blues started pretty hot. They were good for the first 10 minutes or so, I think. But the sharks scored the first goal. It was Carlson. It was a nice shot. It was a goal whatever Joe Thornton scored a few minutes later really felt like they were they were just letting the the horse escape the barn if you will I kind of turned the game off at that point I had my brother over and he's not a he's not a diehard hockey fan although he's getting into it more now which good for him great timing bill congratulations <laughs> <all> <laughs> We kinda we kinda changed to something else for a while and then and then I saw Alex Steen score and I was like, hooray! Alex Steen scored a goal. I guess we can watch again. And then by the time I was changing back, Joe Thornton was scoring a second goal of the game. Which was what, like twenty seconds later, maybe? Not even. It was eighteen seconds later.
1: I'm being informed it was eighteen seconds, yes.
0: Uh, it was 18 seconds later, and it was 3-1 Sharks. At this point, are you, like me, thinking, okay, it's just over, it's just... Yeah, like-
1: I mean, blue teams the past. You know, this is it. They're not going to come back, and that's fine. Like, I would have been... I think I would have been better off right now. Oh, I for 5. sure! 5-1, 5-3 with a couple of third-period goals. I would have been okay with that. That's the Blues' way to lose. It's fine. You didn't get too invested in it. I would have been... Emotionally, I would have been better off. I feel like,
0: uh huh. But Vladimir Tarasenko scored a few minutes later his first, oh, his second even strength goal of the entire playoffs, and I think maybe his first goal since Game Four against the Stars. I know that was his last power play goal, so I guess that yeah. I guess that's yeah, because he's only scored one even strength goal, so that's what it was. And then David Perron, that sweet French bastard, scored consecutive goals. Uh, three minutes apart, roughly, and gave the Blues a 4-3 lead, so they're
1: up 4-3 going into the third. That third goal is a beauty, too.
0: Oh, they were both—I mean, they were both really nice. Martin Jones is real bad. <laughs> up high, not so good. And the Blues are up 4-3, and I honestly, I just thought, the way this team has played this year, I just thought, they're going to win. They're going to figure it out, and they're going to win. And the third period looked like that's what they were doing. They pretty much dominated it. I don't have the the energy to look up the natural
1: stat trick stuff and see how bad it was, but I know from watching it, like the Sharks defense, like Brent Burns and Carlson both looked like they couldn't keep up with us for a lot of like that second and third period. But I remember thinking at one point when I got home that there was like five minutes left and I thought that we would definitely need that physical to ice it. I remember thinking that I said it out loud and then you know, didn't. <laughs>
0: And, yeah, I mean, I I thought the same thing, and Martin Jones got a lot of knob-slobbing about how good he was in this period. And, I mean, he was good in this period. The only reason they were there in the first place was because of how bad he was before then. But he was good in this period. The Blues have 44.4% of the possession, according to Corsi, 4% at all strengths in the third period, and I did look it up on natural stat trick. So, you know, they they didn't dominate, but they didn't get dominated either. They had one high-danger scoring chance. They allowed five. They missed an empty net by a couple of inches. And with a few seconds left, Logan Couture, with about a minute left, Logan Couture knocked in a rebound. He's been unbelievable in these playoffs. And they make it 4-4, and it's headed to overtime.
1: Yeah, the thing about that is, like, literally the play right before it, like Bennington basically robbed it off the stick. Mm-hmm. He bounced it off the chest, robbed it off the stick, and then yeah, the, I was celebrating that, and then in the midst of my celebration, they scored.
0: Yeah, I, I got your text about that yeah. after the goal. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um,
1: and th- I,
0: so I was furious. I mean, I was furious with this team, which was not that was a. a, a Hundredth of the anger I would feel later on, but I was just so angry at this team. And I guess there's a part of us that should still be angry, but we'll discuss that later about letting this lead slip away. There's a time and a place. You just, you could have just put a goal in the empty net. How can we never score in an empty net? We
1: haven't all playoffs. We had two chances because, was it Shen (laughs) that missed it by like two inches that I thought was in? And then. Petrangelo with his lob pass that still is like a couple inches off by the time he made it to the end of the ice.
0: Shin has been useless offensively (laughs) in these playoffs. I mean, he's done some good stuff. I'm not trying to just bury him, but oh
1: my God. I think for as hard as he's been working defensively, he almost doesn't have – it's like when Tarasenko forechecks too much and he doesn't have as much in the offensive zone.
0: I think the gods of 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 everything, not just hockey, the gods of recording, don't want us to record this podcast and say our piece uh, because the recording cut out. So hopefully that won't happen again.
1: Uh, but we Maybe were talking... They're agenda. They're trying to interfere. They don't want
0: us to record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We were talking about Shen looking bad. Uh, all of that is kind of secondary because the Blues they blew the they blew the game in the third period and like you said there'll be a time and a place to talk about that more we may even do it later but let's get to the elephant in the room because i don't i don't know how long it even was about 8 minutes into overtime maybe the sharks scored a goal i saw it coming they had a little they had like 3 on 2 in the offensive zone and i just felt like this was where it went south um It did, because Timo Meyer, plain as day, queer as can be, made a hand pass to Gustav Nyquist, who then gave the puck to Carlson, Eric Carlson, who then scored the game-winning goal. Jordan Biddington saw it, immediately, immediately called the refs. They huddled. I saw one of them. I, I swear to God I saw one of them make the signal for hand pass. Like he saw it happen. The Sharks left and, and walked out of the tunnel, and then they came back down the tunnel and got back on the ice, and then the cowardly referee skated to the corner and told... <laughs> The people to open the tunnel for them, and they ran away. Basically, I mean, really, they they basically just ran away. Um, Braden just, Braden Shenbrook is one
1: referee in that situation. Why can't I call it no goal and then go back and review it after? Like, why? I just don't understand what the I don't understand what the thought process with not like airing on the side of caution. Like, okay, if you say it's not a goal. And I guess you still have decided the game but you haven't had a direct decision on it. I don't know. I'm just angry. I'm not thinking straight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to blame you. Yeah, I just it's such it's it's fucking bullshit. I mean, I mean there's no way around it. There's this this is an injustice. And yes, the boys could have won in regulation. The same way the Knights could have won in game 5 or 6 or not blown a 3-goal lead. But when the referees are handing advantages and literal games to the opposition, to the Sharks, rather, those friggin' arguments need to take a back seat. And
1: illegitimate paper champions, and I don't care what you say. I hope they enjoy it. I hope they enjoy their cup that doesn't mean shit because they were handed three pivotal games directly by the refs. I'm or a s- to answer questions, just like Pete DeBoer's hairline is afraid of his forehead. Okay. I love it.
0: I'm so <laughs> I'm so thankful, honestly, that if Joe Thornton wins a cup this year, it will mean nothing to me. And it's the sa- It's ironic because it's the same way he's going to celebrate it like it's a real win, and fine because it's going to be the same way that the entire National Hockey League celebrates Joe Thornton like he's a hero when we all know he's a scumbag piece of shit. So it's the same story. And it's kind of, it's almost poetic in a way. Okay, here's the thing, folks. Justin and I had repeated technical difficulties because the world is not any of our friends tonight. And so instead of soldiering on and failing time and time again and getting angrier, we called it a night and let Justin get some sleep, and I decided to keep ranting and raving on my own. So... I thank Justin for popping on and and trying to give us his time and it's not his fault that I can't work a computer. But the good news is is whatever kind of however much tiredness and distance had numbed the anger that was boiling inside of me. Uh, It has now evaporated because of the added frustration of technical difficulties, which always make me rant and rave like a madman. So here we go. I'm just going to go stream of consciousness. I'm going to literally scroll through Twitter in front of you and see explanations and quotes. If it's not enjoyable at all as a listener, I apologize in advance, but we're angry. I wanted to get some content Uh, Because I think we deserve it after a game like that. I think you all deserve it, I mean, after a game like that. And it would have been just awkward and and ridiculous to wait until Friday or Saturday to record a podcast about this. So here we go. Let's start with the official explanation of what happened at the end of the game. So uh, I don't know what has recorded and what hasn't recorded. So I'll just briefly restate it. The referees skate off the ice. They do not make a signal. To the crowd, they apparently don't even uh, make a an explanation to the players. They skate off the ice. uh, I would say rather cowardly and um, go home. Basically, take their ball and go home. Uh, But they actually face the media a little bit, so I will give them some credit. And here's the response. Here's the basically the give and take from uh, the reporter pool. I think I think what happens in the NHL is I think on a controversial play, um, one reporter is allowed to go talk to the officials, and then they have to report back to everyone. That That's what I think happened. That's why you'll see the same quotes from anybody. So, here's the, uh, here's the dialogue as it happened. Question from the reporter. Was it a hand pass? K. Whitmore official. It's a non-reviewable play. Question. Did any of the officials see it? Whitmore. What they told me? It's a non-reviewable play. You can read between the lines. You can figure out what you want. You watch the video, but it's just non-reviewable. I know that sounds like a cop-out answer, but that's the truth. Question. Any leeway on Toronto's part to step in? Whitmore. If there was, then you answered your question. That was the rule that the way the rules are written. Any chance there is to review, everything is reviewed that's reviewable. But as the rules currently stand, the play is non-reviewable. So a few thoughts. First of all, yes, Kay Whitmore, it sounds like a cop-out answer because it is a cop-out answer. It definitely is a cop-out answer. Whoever in the NHL is responsible for this deserves to lose their job. It's a cop-out answer. So yes, it sounds like a cop-out answer. But here's the thing. I'm going to give Kay Whitmore the benefit of the doubt because the way he phrased that, and I didn't hear his his voice, I didn't hear his tone, and I didn't see his body language, but what it sounds like in his explanation with the excuses he seems to be making, it sounds like what he's trying to communicate is that they wanted to overturn the call on the ice and the NHL told them no can do. If that is the case, if I ever discover that that is the case I am done with this league I am done with it because let me explain something there is a thick thick red line between reviewing a play and calling it with a replay with communication with Toronto that kind of review and the officials huddling and deciding a play on their own on the ice That is allowed, other than the ice part, in every sport on earth, to my knowledge. How many times do you see an official in the NFL make a wrong call, and then there's an officiating huddle, and they change the call? Ten times a game, probably, right? You see them throw a flag, then they huddle, then they pick up the flag. Or they don't throw a flag, they huddle And the linesman says, hey man, that was pass interference, and they pick up the flag. That's what made the pass interference call against the New Orleans Saints, or the non-call, so remarkable, quite frankly, is because they so rarely blow one that badly. So, to tell me that this is a non-reviewable play, I understand that that is the letter of the law. And I don't even expect them to deviate from the letter of the law. But overturning the call on the ice, if the referees see it and can call it, is not a deviation from the law. It's perfectly allowable. So if I find out that's what the NHL did, it's Dunzo. They're on the Dunzo list. Because that's unacceptable. The Sharks are now the benefactors of their third egregiously wrong call. The sec- okay, the second call was technically correct, but the spirit of the offside rule means that it's egregiously wrong. The first and third call, we don't have to rehash the Knights thing, I think we already discussed it, but... The first and third call were just dead-ass wrong. They shouldn't have escaped the first round because of the first call, and now they're winning games in the third round still because of blown calls. That's unacceptable that's unacceptable it just is it's just blatantly unacceptable and the idea that the officials could possibly tolerate this the idea that the league could possibly tolerate this is beyond me it's beyond me these officials get paid $18,000 a series in the postseason to get calls right And they still don't. They still do not. And I am baffled by it. This has been the worst playoffs in history by far in that regard. And it is completely unintelligible to me how they could possibly tolerate this. We're going to talk about review ad nauseum this offseason. Every conversation you hear about this, whether it's Puck Soup, whether it's Elliot and and, uh, Jeff Merrick, whether it's Steve Dangle Podcast, Spit and Chicklets, whatever you talk about, they're going to talk about review. They're going to say this play needs to be reviewable. And that's great, but I call bullshit. Because this play needs to be caught by the officials on the ice. And the officials on the ice need to have the courage and the ability to see a blatant hand pass and call it. That's what they're there for. If it's gonna be martial law in the playoffs, let it be martial law, I don't give a damn. But for God's sake, I don't wanna hear about review when it's just a blatantly wrong call that they just didn't catch. I am. I am. I. I just. Uh. I'm. I'm read. I'm gonna read tweets now because other people can say words better than I can. Randy Carricker nails it with this one. He says Ralston Purina leaves team at the NHL's doorstep. Ornés trades the best players. Caron trades a second liner for Butcher and Quinn. Judge Houston awards Stevens to New Jersey. Kifrios takes out Fuhrer. Turek blows up. Vancouver flew. Pronger trade. The hand pass. This is being a Blues fan. This play is now the worst thing, arguably, that's ever happened to the Blues, depending on how this series plays out. And we'll talk about this series Whatever I'll try to get there, but I'm not there yet. Timo Meyer is officially credited with an assist. I, 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 I'm sorry this isn't good content, but I'm just at a loss for words. I'm at a loss for words. Craig Berube, I loved what he said in his post-game press conference because he said he got no explanation and I've got nothing to say about it. And then when he was pressed, he asked the media if they saw a hand pass, and he kind of pulled the Jordan Bennington. When they said yes, he kind of said, well, there you go. Um... We talked before, I think, we were, go- or we were going to talk, or I, I don't remember about how the Blues could have won this in regulation. They could have. They sure could have. They definitely could have. They didn't. They didn't, and it is... I mean, if you want to blame that, you can. If you want to say that the... Sharks could have won in or that the Golden Knights could have won in five, six games or not surrendered the lead, you can. I I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. If you if you're if you're committed to being on the NHL side in this, so be it. But I don't have words for it. You know, the, wor- the worst part about this, and, and this has always been a bugaboo of mine, you could just restart the game. You really you really could. You could do it tomorrow. You could just look at how much time was on the clock, and you could make all the players show up, and you could drop the puck in the blue zone or in the neutral zone where I think that puck would be dropped after a, after a hand pass, and you could just play the rest of overtime. And then if the Sharks win, fine, great, great terrific, I don't care, it'd be justice but they're not going to do that because they don't have courage and and people would say, well that's never been done in sports before, and yeah yeah, that's never been done in sports before you know what else hasn't been done in sports before? a game being lost on a plate and hand pass in the Western Conference Final that hasn't been done in sports before so I, I don't want to hear this about, you know they, they can't bend the rules of the game because they bend them all the time by getting calls wrong. I think, the, I think the Sharks players were shameful in their response to this. I really do. Eric Carlson made some crack about what we're, we're not playing handball out there. We're playing hockey. So we won fair and square. No, Eric, you weren't playing handball. That's exactly why this play was illegal. Believe it or not, hand passes are legal in handball. But you weren't playing handball, you Swedish dick. With the greasy-ass hair. Logan Couture deflected. Martin Jones deflected. Pete DeBoer deflected. And they all said it was an even game with a fair result. And fuck off. Because you can't win on a bullshit call and, and just call it an even game. You can't shoot a guy. You can't be in a fist fight for 20 minutes and then have the guy pull out a gun and shoot you, and then have the guy say, well, it was a fair fight. We won fair and square. That's not how it works. It's... Logan Couture said, I was happy they kept icing the puck. I was a little tired. That's about the fourth goal. I don't care. Um... Alex Petrangelo made a great comment about how there was no explanation to him except apparently that there are different sets of rules for different teams. I think I don't know what you can I don't know what you can say. He said I didn't really get an explanation other than that I guess there's a different set of rules for two different teams. So I'm sure they'll lose some sleep tonight after looking at it. Yeah, they might except they don't appear to care. Um uh, on top of everything else we lost Vince done in this game, probably for the rest of the playoffs, I think. I mean, he probably has a broken jaw. Or he, I mean, he took a puck right off the face. He was bleeding pretty bad when he left the game. They'll call it an upper body injury, and they'll never tell us what it is because this is the NHL, and bullshit like that is allowed. It's just part of the game because it's what we've always done. It's... <laughs> fuck. I mean, fuck. I just—Steve Dangle makes a great point from time to time any times he hears about the people who want to say, well, you can't change the game too much. You can't add too many reviews. There's still—it's the there's still, still got to be hockey and all that. And he just says, okay, then get rid of the forward pass if you want to travel back in time. You know, this, this league is broken. And if I didn't have a podcast that I love— If Ian and I didn't love doing this, if we didn't love talking to you people and recording this and tweeting with all of you, I'd be done with hockey right now. I really would. And I don't like. I think the Blues could still very much battle back and win this series, but they should be up two to one right now. Twenty percent of that loss is on them because they could have just iced it away in overtime or in regulation, 80% of that loss, really 100%, is on the referees for blowing a blatantly obvious call and not having the stones to correct it. The, inter- the national coverage of this is going to be interesting. I think at some point it just becomes embarrassing that so many national commentators are so clearly in the pocket, not in the pocket, I don't mean that they're actually bought out, but they're so clearly sold out for um, the Sharks and the Joe Thornton narrative because at some point they've won three games. I mean, they basically won a whole series. just bas- In games only that they got a an unjust call in their favor. Dude, (laughs) I just, the Sharks are going to win the Stanley Cup now. I genuinely believe they will. I think the Blues can fight back, but I don't expect them to. And quite frankly, we shouldn't, you know? I mean, there's this narrative, Patrick Sharp was pushing the narrative that maybe this is what galvanizes the team and, and maybe they play better and just win the series. And wonderful. Maybe they do. They certainly could. They've gotten hot before. I pray to God that they do and that they get scorching hot and beat the Sharks in five games or if, if six games, whatever it takes now. And... and Win this series, win this series, and go on to steamroll the Bruins in the Stanley Cup. I hope all that's true. But if they collapse, I can't even be mad at them now. I really can't, and you can't either. If this team folds under the pressure of a year of incredible effort, an exhausting second half where they had to pull themselves from the bottom of the barrel, granted their fault. But still, they pulled themselves from the bottom of the barrel, and they come this far, and they friggin' lose Vince Dunn, and they friggin' get screwed, get screwed, get royally screwed out of a game. If they collapse, we don't have the right to be mad. I'm I I'm running out of things to say. I, I'm running out of. Time to sleep before work tomorrow. So, I I'm gonna wrap up here in a minute. But I just, I can't fathom how this happened. I can't. Of all the I I I had so much. They, I have so much. I had so much hope coming into this game. I let myself hope and then when it, when it was 4-3 i thought they've won it i mean i really thought this the way this team is played, the way they battled back in this one i just thought okay it's your win good job boys i wonder what it'll be like to feel be what it'll feel like to be up 2 to one in the in the western conference final and then it got fucking stolen from them it just got fucking stolen from them Rigsy Cumish of, of Riggs Barstool, the bar, one of the Barstool guys, says, How much are San Jose Sharks going to slide on horrific dog shit calls? They should have been out a month ago. They shouldn't even accept this win. It's embarrassing. And while, obviously, they're not going to refuse the win, I agree with him. I mean, it's just... These, these officials need to not be allowed to they they need to not be allowed to officiate the rest of the series. I mean they should be fired. Honestly, if i if i fucked up this bad at my job in this consequential way, i'd be fired. You'd be fired any one of us would be fired from any of our jobs if we were paid $18,000 to do one damn thing and we couldn't handle it. We'd all be fired. And these guys are going to be allowed to call the next game like it's no damn problem. And they don't even have to talk to reporters. They don't even have to face the camera. We get to send one little emissary to them like it's friggin' ancient Rome with a white flag above his head praying for the mercy of the NHL officials so that they don't have to face too many questions about a game they decided with a wrong call. I'm... I'm so proud. I'm so proud of this league that I give my money and time to. I'm so thankful to be a hockey fan. I I I mean again, not great content, I know. But I just I It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable for all of us. It's unbelievable that this happened, and and I don't know what else to say. I really don't. It's game three. The Blues could just come back and win. Maybe they do. Maybe this real. Maybe this is the. Maybe this is the spark we needed. Maybe this is the final spark we needed to just give us that last boost of energy and injustice, friggin' just absolutely change the game, but I don't know. I really don't know. I don't expect it, and it's upsetting. Here's uh, Ryan Whitney responding to the game. I don't even know if this will play out loud. If it does, we'll just listen to it together cuz I haven't heard it yet. What a joke. What a joke. Another fucked up call. I'm going to let people wait. I'm gonna, this is going to be quick. This is going to be quick. We just recorded. We just recorded Chicklets. How do you miss a hand pass? Right in front of the net, in the offensive zone. It wasn't even like it was on the ice. It was a blatant whack of a hand pass that didn't hit Bowmeister and they score and win in overtime. Are you shitting me? They also missed Perron firing it out of the zone. He ends up getting two goals. I don't know what period
1: that was. Delay a game. Disgusting. I mean, if you're a Blues fan right
0: now, whew, how do you fuck? How do you miss that call? It's a hand pass. So You can't pass the puck with your hand. It's not allowed. That's all I have to say. That's Ryan Whitney. A former NHL player who has no dog in this fight. Expressing just his his rage. I mean, he's raging like the rest of us. Because this is an embarrassment. I talk to people who aren't fans of NHL, I have group chats with people who are watching the Blues, mostly because I'm this passionate about this team, and they're seeing the NHL for the debacle that it is. These are the biggest moments. These are the times where you're supposed to be making fans. These are the times where you're getting millions of viewers and not just thousands. These are the times where all of St. Louis and all of the Bay Area are friggin' watching the game and you're embarrassing yourselves. You're making a mockery of hockey. You're making a mockery of yourselves and it's gotta stop. It's gotta stop. And before we go, I'm going to talk about one more thing, as long as I'm yelling and screaming and angry, because I have to call out this scumbag on Twitter who joked... I don't even want to read his tweet. I I don't want to, because it's so vile and disgusting. But his name is... at. JSH underscore one two nine. His display name is Jeff H, and he made some tasteless comments about Layla. I think her. I think her name is Layla. Uh, the the girl who got to come to this game. Who who's fighting uh, a serious medical condition, and he made fun of her when the when the when the Peron call went against the. Sharks, which Whitney mentioned. I can't remember if we discussed it already, but there was a play in the second where Perron did play the puck over the glass and Thornton called on it immediately and they conferenced and they didn't call it. Blues got the benefit of the doubt. If anyone says that those two plays nearly equal, they're out of their mind and they deserve to be kicked in the face. But this asshole made this comment about Layla. And I just want to say, I hope he's happy. I hope he's genuinely happy because he said they blew this... They, they, He said he insinuated that they made the call in the Blues' favor so that she would be happy. Of course, he called her names in the process because he's a scum-sucking scum dipshit who bottom-feeds on the scum of the earth. But... I hope he's happy. I hope he enjoyed his little comments and I hope he enjoys the miserable miserable life he must lead. You know what? I'm I'll will talk about. I'm just cuz I'm ranting. Trolls are scumbags. If you're a troll, you're a scumbag. I don't know if he's actually so Neanderthalic and dimwitted that he believes. The comments that he says, I think it's more likely that we somehow have a culture where making fun of people and trying to steal their joy is actually somehow cool and hip. In the same way that Pete Blackburn and his crew... Pete Blackburn, who I usually love, I think he's insightful and funny about the NHL, but Pete Blackburn and his crew are making Plague Warrior for the Boston Bruins t-shirt. It's crap. It's toolish crap. It's stealing someone else's joy just for the very purpose, the very purpose of doing it. That's... I mean, it, it trolls exist specifically... To rob other people of joy. And that means you're a scumbag. I'm sorry, that's all you are if you try and do that. So, kudos to that guy for being that low of a human being. Pete Blackburn, to his credit, said... One thing I like about the NBA is how they show some accountability and release post game breakdowns of the officiating. The NHL has had at least a handful of inexcusable calls this postseason alone, and they just continuously shrug them off while laughing it up. They're damn up in their damn wear. You said amazing league about the fucking call, and good for him. I, like I said, I generally like him. I'm just angry, and I think the play glorious shit is stupid, but. This is a team that got screwed tonight. Their only rec- their only recourse is to fucking just level the Sharks for three games. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't think even if they play really well, I don't think they have... I, I thought this series was tilted against them in the first place. I don't think they have quite enough gas left in the tank or quite enough skill to overcome the Sharks. Three games out of four, three games, yeah, out of four, when... They got a game handed to them, the Sharks did. I'm negative right now, I'm a pessimist, that's all I'm feeling. But if we lose this series, if this season ends, if our best ever arguably shot at a Stanley Cup ends because of this scum-sucking bullshit call, I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'll do. The NHL can't be fixed. It's run by incompetent old men with their heads up their asses. It's never going to change. And we're all here living in it. We put our hopes and dreams in a league that doesn't give a damn about its fans. Doesn't give a damn about getting the call right. It doesn't give a damn about justice or fairness or equity. All it gives a damn about is profits. All it gives a damn about is turning new franchises into $650 million industries. All it gives a damn about is lining its own pockets and letting people like Eugene Melnick and Tom Dundon run around and run amok and try and ruin franchises. I know the Hurricanes are in the finals. I just don't care. This league is bullshit. It made a bullshit call tonight. It's never going to change. And we have no recourse but to just, I guess, tune out. I mean, I guess that's our option. But we love this team too much, so we're caught in a cycle. I'm there with you in all of it. I've run out of words to say. It sucks. It sucks. It's always going to suck. It just sucks, 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 sucks. And I don't like it. Ian will be here. We're going to obviously rehash all of this, either Friday or Saturday, whenever we can record. Hopefully it'll be a 2-2 series then. Hopefully the Blues will demolish the Sharks in Game 4. I don't expect it. I really think it's 3-1 and we just lose in 5. I just think, how could your back not be broken by this? but I pray that I'm wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. If any team is going to surprise me, it'll be these Blues. They've done it so many times so far. I'm so proud that this is my team. I'm so proud of these guys, and I hope they prove me wrong. But if they don't, it's going to be nothing on them. It's going to be egg on the face of the NHL, which we won't even be able to distinguish from all the egg that's already on their face based off this postseason alone. We were mad about it when it didn't affect us, and now I'm furious about it we'll talk to you whenever Ian comes back I hope I get some sleep tonight I don't think it's gonna happen uh but we'll talk about it soon and thanks for listening if you have made it this far to whatever the hell this chaotic mess is I genuinely hope you all have blessings flow into your life on Thursday because we all deserve it after watching that shit storm thanks for tuning in we'll talk to you soon Good night. Then gon' ask me how I'm doing. I'm upset. Half a million on my head, I can't accept. Yeah, At least it made me feel like someone tried their best. Yeah, wanna waste a half a million? Be my guest. Make me wanna buy a vest and a tech. But I'm blessed. I just check. Hate me, never met me in the flesh. Say she got something she gotta come here and collect. That shit is in a box to the left, to the left. Got a lot of blood and it's cold They keep trying to get me for my soul soul. Thankful for the women that I know know. Can't go 50-50 with no hope